Welcome to the Foghorn Podcast, hosted with Jasmine Navarro, a certified family coach at With Nava, an authentic podcast interviewing 18 to 24-year-olds who share their inspiring stories following her mission of giving the youth a voice. Tune in to be inspired. Thank you so much for coming on the Foghorn podcast. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's so nice to see you after all this time. So what would you like to share today? Um, honestly, like I was when you told me about the, the idea of the podcast or like the topic that you would like to, like to have this podcast on. Um, the first thing that came to my mind is the last six years of my life, because honestly, they have been a challenge. Um, as you know, like I was living in Saudi Arabia, so it's where I grew up. I lived most of my life there, like almost 12 years. And then when I wanted to start uni, I decided to study in Istanbul. So I already studied one year there. And already it was a bit of a challenge, like for, for an 18 years old girl, like to go and study by her own and yeah. uh, to learn a new language, uh, to, you know, just to adapt uh, with everything. And especially with a very um, hard program like medicine. However, it was like such an amazing year, but... It, it came like with like with a lot of challenges. What happened? Tell us about what kind of challenges did you face? The first challenge is um, it just like, you know, you were like uh, living 18 years with your family and then you are alone in your country. So you need really to be careful with who you're talking, where you're going, what you're doing. And the second thing, is the language because in Turkey people do not speak uh, good English and very few people can speak English so when I'm outside of uni like I only speak in Turkish so wow. learning the language and uh, just getting like communicating with other people uh, at the beginning it was a challenge but then I don't know just because I loved it there so much and I loved the language so I, I spoke Turkish very fast I I, like, I come yeah um, and then it was a bit the, um, the, let's say the relationship with people and friends, because sometimes it's a very open, um, open environment and there are a lot of people from different backgrounds and different cultures. So uh, like you really needed to, to make sure like how I can deal with that person or with this person and who should I become close with and who should I just stay away from. Wow, that must have been hard as well. Yeah, because I guess, I guess being in Saudi, I guess, like you said, you were with your family, it was more protected environment and then coming straight over to Turkey, everything's open. So you have to make exactly. all of these decisions and judgments. What's right, exactly. what's wrong, what do I do? That must have been hard. And how did you, how did you manage that? Um, I think because I was very like I was really motivated for this experience. So I I really just like wanted to learn and adapt quickly there. I think it was because of just the internal motivation and excitement right. of of this experience. Yeah, but so you motivated yourself then basically 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I was like even motivated before I went there. And then when I went there, like you just, uh, especially like the first night, you know, when you sleep with all your family and like those, the first few nights were the hardest because you really needed to make yourself concentrate on like, no, this is what I want. This is what I chose oh. now. So just to try to, to just get your mind a bit away from all the, like negative ideas maybe you think about during the first days and just try to adapt and look for the positive uh, aspects of uh, living abroad alone. Wow, that does sound challenging. And um, okay, so then so then what happened after that? Because it doesn't end there, does it? So you had to, that mm -hmm. challenge. And then what happened? Yeah. Um, so after one year, my family decided to move to the Netherlands. So... I went back to, to Jeddah and then we uh, traveled from Jeddah to the Netherlands. And here started the real challenge. Um, because now, it's for me, I left home. Because when I went to Istanbul, yeah. I was going and coming back for holidays for my family, for my house. But now, all of my family moved to the Netherlands. So now I left my home. I left Jeddah. Like, I'm not going back uh, there anymore. So yeah. uh, the, first, the first year was really the hardest, like dealing with all the paperwork that was needed, um, also supporting my family at the beginning because my dad didn't um, come with us. So it was uh, me, my siblings and my mom. And uh, my mom is a, like a very responsible person. However, she doesn't speak English. Mm. And and because of that, I took the responsibility of so many things yeah. uh, for myself, for my mom, for my siblings. And that was uh, pretty like overwhelming. And um, like the, let's say the consequences or the impact of that, I like, you know, I started um, suffering from or realizing like two years ago. So after like, really three years dealing with all of this I started to be like you no know, like this is too much this is overwhelming like you know I need to uh, to just like take a step you know, back exactly and just maybe live my age more and just wow. give some of this responsibility away yeah no that sounds huge because already with take away that responsibility it's already a huge change again because you've already done Saudi to Turkey, which is like, like you said, the cultural differences from being dependent to independent, and then the languages, different language. So that was already huge. And probably by the time you started to settle, then you were told, okay, we're going to the Netherlands, which is like a whole new culture and language. But then I guess this time, it wasn't just you, you were looking after, which is, uh, is hard enough anyway. You were kind of looking after your family emotionally 100%. maybe yeah and not only emotionally like even i told you the paperwork the yeah. the school of my uh, brothers um like you know paperwork i mean like health insurance uh, contracts uh, like you know all these uh, yeah all these things that's huge and did any did you have any support from anywhere mm um okay um not from 
No, not from this perspective, but if I look at it from another perspective, so at home, my mom, like, she has been always there for me. When I, and what I mean by there for me, like, I could talk with her about everything. I could express myself, my feelings. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, she also, like, took care of us, you know, with the things that she could do at home. Uh, but also, yeah. I think for her, it was also um, a very, uh, yeah. a very hard beginning or experience. Well, yeah, because she probably didn't want to burden you with everything, but she didn't speak the language, so she didn't really have a choice. Yeah. Wow. And so, when you were going through that time, like, what actually got you through that difficult time? Uh, a very a very good question like you know like no one has ever asked me this but I know the answer for myself but for anyone yeah um because um the first answer I really care about my family I'm not someone who's going to just give up on them first thing second thing I just wanted to get us back to the same life that we had in Saudi Arabia and what I mean by the same life getting back like getting my brothers back into school getting me and my sister back into university um settling in a home um getting to know other people uh, getting to know neighbors um having a car again uh, or a drive um uh, like like those things you know just getting getting like getting our normal life back this is what i was like my complete concentration on Wow, so having that vision and a reason, you had you had a reason to keep going and you knew, I guess you knew that it would just be a matter of time and then you would get that back. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And now if I when I'm like when I look at it, like it bed off. Like now, like I think you know, I am at my last year of university. My sister, she graduated, she started her master my siblings also like they already have been in a school for four years and um we built a life here we have friends we have neighbors um i have my dri- driving license and you know in Saudi Arabia we couldn't even uh, we couldn't even drive as women so i think we already has been through um, a very protective process wow that's amazing so other than vision, what else got you through that time? Um, maybe now, like when you ask it again, I think I wanted to um, maybe people here to accept us more or see us as the same just like them you know just like yeah we're having just a normal life like school university work studying just i wanted them to see us in 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 the same level oh wow so you didn't you felt like you weren't at the same level then when you arrived at the beginning no no like you know how when you move to to a new country like no i guess you feel like out of place and yeah also the people um yeah also the people here like you know um it's not everyone i don't want to be racist i don't want to general generalize 
but um, sometimes some people, they look um, at people from the Middle East or people from a specific uh, religious background a bit with underestimation or not underestimation, but still they, they got the stereotype image from the media. So at the beginning, like I felt kind of, I want to prove them the opposite oh. or not the opposite, just the real, like the reality. Yeah. It's not what you see in the media. Oh, wow. So you felt like you had to prove to prove yourself. Wow. No, it sounds fascinating. Like, and what about at university? Did you get support you needed at university with this move? Like, was there anybody who helped you or or do you or what do you wish anyone could have done at university or? Um, do you mean like from my family side or from whose side exactly? From like your teachers or, yeah. Okay, so at the beginning, um, I would say I did not get a lot of support because um, like um, some people who I went to to get some advice like on starting at uni, um, they tried to push me away from the university level and like try to push me more towards the practical um, level or like not the university level of education. And what I wanted to do is the university level of education. So at some point I stopped asking any, any of these people uh, for help. And then I started the process for myself. So the, 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 first process which is like getting um like do the evaluation of your certificate doing the required exams and courses uh, the language test all of these things um i would say they were the challenge for me because i wanted to prove for those people that i could do them because they did not believe i could do them but then when i started at uni so when i like let's say from my first day at university, my teachers are amazing. I have all the support that I need. Oh. But before that, mm -mm, no, that wasn't the case. Wow. So you kind of, once you got in, everything was there, but getting in, you had to do it all by yourself. Yep. How all did you find out? Myself. How did you find out what to do? Just online and things um online asking people even those people that i told you about that they they tried to push me into the other directions the practical directions um they they would say the information it's not that they they like hide try to hide the information but it just they tried to to convince me that i could not do it it's hard because why because of your language or uh, no, not because my language, I mean, I'm studying in English, I'm not studying in Dutch, and even if I'm studying oh. in Dutch, I already have the B2 level, wow. but yeah, but no, it's just because, I told you again, it's just the background, like I'm from the Middle East, I'm a Muslim, I'm wearing a headscarf, so probably my mind maybe is not enough for the university really? level. Really? Do you think that that's why? <laughs> it's not, I think, it's uh, what, really? what it was, the reason. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's um, that's I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, because that's so uh, sounds so wrong. 
Yeah, it did. It did. But once I got uh, to uni, so I told you it's my third year. Like I'm, I treated exactly as any other European okay. students, or, okay. or sometimes better. But because I proved that I could do it, and even in classes, yeah. I proved that I could be even better than other like, students. Do you think so? Then maybe I guess it, it, it looks like you, from how they were with you, you've totally used it to fuel um your motivation even more <laughs> it's like i will prove i will prove you wrong exactly 100 percent. that fueled me yes because um in general i'm a person who doesn't uh accept anyone telling me i could not do oh. something yeah. and and especially here in this case because in what I believe. So be, if you judge me that I could not do anything because of what I believe or because of my background, then like, no, you can't do this. Wow, so you used it in a positive way. Whereas I guess some people might've been, that could have demotivated some people. They might've given up, you know? I guess, maybe, I guess, yeah, I guess. Yeah, not, uh, I don't think, uh, everyone has the internal motivation to just go after what they want. Some people need some yeah. external motivation and if they do not have it, I can imagine they might give up. Yeah, yeah. I guess you had your vision as well. Do you think your vision, the vision helped again? It did, it did. I, I really had a vision for, uh, yeah, for myself and my future here. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. And um, so what, I guess you're not the only one going through this. Um, there's probably, you know, other students now who are in exactly the same place as you were, or those, well, it's not that long ago, but a few years ago. So what advice, like, what would you tell them? What's your biggest advice? It just do not let anyone tell you what you are capable of and what you're not and also do not think it's easy because some people think ah oh, it's easy i know like it's going to be very hard and sometimes they are right when they say it's very hard but just like do not listen to them that you cannot do it try and do your best but also do not expect it's going to be easy yeah oh wow that's great advice i think that's actually advice that advice can be used for so, so many people, actually, not just in your situation, in any situation, actually. Yeah. How many yes. times do we listen? Well, we li I mean, I know I have listened to people in the past. And at the end of the day, yeah, it's about, it sounds like you're saying it's about trusting in your capabilities, having the confidence to trust yourself, believe in yourself, but also, yeah, you, you weren't in any illusion, were you? You knew it was going to be hard or or now you know you know now, but that didn't stop you, so. Yeah, no, I knew, I already knew it's gonna Did be you? hard. Did you? Yeah, because, um, yeah, it's not like I, I like, I, as you said, I was like in an illusion that it's gonna be easy. No, I knew it's gonna be hard, but also I, I knew I could do it. And also I believe like, all the good things in life uh, do not come uh, in a very easy way. Like you have to fight for them. Wow. 
That's amazing. So where are you now in all of this? So what do you know now? What have you learned from this experience? What I've learned? Um, oh, many things, many things. Those like past six years taught me many things on the personal level, on the family level, on the relationship level, on the, on the even, oh, sorry, even on the like uh, professional level. Like maybe you choose to to um, deliver that you want me to elaborate on personal level. Um, sometimes you have to stop giving because at some point you have no like nothing left. Exactly, nothing left. Like you just need. To, to have something for yourself. Sometimes it's not selfish to, to think about yourself first. However, it's very hard. I'm still learning how to, to not be a giver because sometimes you feel guilty if it's in your personality that you are a giver person. Wow. So it's like, look after yourself, look after yourself. And what's about a professional level? What did you learn? Um, I don't want to repeat myself, but believe in your um, self, believe in what you can do and um, just work hard to it. It's not just like say, uh, I can't do it. No, just do your best to do it. Do not give up easily. Don't give up. I love that. Don't give up because it's so easy to give up in anything. And yes. you probably you probably experience that you see people around you trying things and then giving up and then doing something else and you know it's so easy to stop and try something else isn't it so easy yes. so easy yes and also, uh, it's, mm -hmm. yeah sorry carry on yeah I just I wanted to say sometimes it's very uh wise to listen to other people oh. but sometimes it's very stupid to listen to to them so I think we need to learn how to make this distinguish when to listen and when not. And how do you, how do you know? What have you learned? How have you, what have you learned about that? Like, when do you listen to people? When don't you? Um, for me, honestly, it's a feeling. Sometimes yeah. when I see someone comes to me and they say something, I have this internal feeling that this person, what is saying is not for my own good. And sometimes I feel that the, the, like every single thing in the intention of that person is for my own good. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's you feel it. Yes. Instinct. It is. Oh, I love that. Instinct. It's all about instinct, actually, isn't it? And having and knowing what your instinct is saying, I guess the more you listen to it, the stronger and clearer it becomes. I think it, it takes courage to listen to your instinct as well. It does. Yeah, it does. Sometimes it does. Sometimes. Yeah, because sometimes you think those people, um, they might maybe know more or they might, especially yeah. if they are, if we are talking at the professional uh, perspective, they are in a higher position um, than you, like, oh. for example, a professor at the university. And yeah. you get like more manipulated to listen to them because you think they know more than me. They are higher than me. Yeah. But like, no. Listen to yourself above anything. Because actually, even when you said sometimes you should listen to other people, 
But really, you're still listening to yourself because if your instinct is saying don't listen to them, then you wouldn't listen to them anyway. So it is about listening to yourself. No, that's I love that. And one more thing you said about family life. What did you learn about family life? Um, I mean, honestly, the personal thing, the, the conclusion that I came to it, it was because of the family life, because I was a very giving um, person um, to my family. Um, at some point, I felt like I lost myself and uh, threw the, the way. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that can happen. And I think sometimes I think that has to happen to all of us. Like you have to lose yourself well, or your way to find it again. That yeah. helps you find it in a way. Like you said, it's not easy, but I feel like I don't know if there's another way. No, it's not easy, especially when it's with your family, because uh, your, uh, like your instinct or like your heart yeah. inside tells you like, to do everything to them because you love them but also um yeah i think because like we have this way of thinking that if we if we do not give everything then we do not love them enough or we are not good enough to their family but i think sometimes you have to feel your fullness to be able to give and sometimes if you're giving exceeded a specific threshold then uh, yeah you just lose yourself and you cannot give anymore or at least you cannot give anymore with love yeah feel your fullness I love that <laughs> I love that Ella yes. <laughs> no Ella it's amazing thank you so much is there anything else you want to say before you go uh, uh no I just want to thank you for having me and uh, you give me actually uh, a chance to reflect on those six years because I told you they were really hard uh, hard years and I just want to tell everyone that um do not think like all like at some point in your life you are going to to face a very hard or um difficult challenge but just know that just like go through it, go through it. Do not, do not um, give up or do not think it's, it's gonna be always like this. Just go through it. It's gonna be hard for maybe years, but at the end it's gonna be finished and you will learn so much during that period. Oh, wow. I love that, I love that. Thank you so much, Ella, for coming on the Falcon podcast. Thanks for you too. Thank you for listening to the Foghorn Podcast. We hope you learned something valuable. Please share and leave a comment. Remember, you have a voice and someone needs to hear it.